folding pocket. The Fast and the Curious is part of the Acast Creators Network. Subscribe now so you never miss an episode. Thank you. Hello, welcome back to The Fast and the Curious. It's me, Bessie Glover, and Christian Hugill back with you less than 24 hours since we put out our last episode. And it's not because we don't have lives or don't have anything else to do with our time. Speak for yourself. <laughs> but because we're in emergency broadcast territory. The flares have gone up, Christian. The troops have been rallied. <laughs> Uh, yes, and our first casualty of the 2024 season, a full month before the first race, Haas boss Gunter Steiner has left after 10 years as team principal. This is huge. One of the biggest personalities in the sport. He gained loads of fans from his extremely memorable appearances on Drive to Survive, where his character really shone through. And he also, of course, in what was probably the highlight of his illustrious career, joined us live on stage at Silverstone last year. That will be up there with one of his highlights, not just of his career, but of his life, I'm sure. You've managed to get your coffee in nice and early. So you've had a decent coffee, you've had a decent breakfast, you're raring to go. Absolutely, you know, that's uh, always important to have a breakfast. This morning I decided to have breakfast here in the catering so I could leave the hotel a little bit earlier, not to get in traffic. And uh, you told me that you didn't get enough eggs, so we need to give you some more eggs later on, you know? Yeah, I was only allowed one poached egg this morning where I'm staying. So Gunter, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not fuming about it at all, but Gunter said that I can have one of his poached eggs later, so I'm buzzing. Yeah, I think uh, he enjoyed every single moment of that, didn't he? And I think he'll remember it forever and cherish that moment with us forever. Um, but there's like there's so much to go at here. We've had so many messages, questions, tributes coming in, uh, as if he's basically died, Christian. Um, so, do you know what time it is? No, I don't know what time it is. It's time to crack out the Hass helpline. Oh. It's a safe space for us, Christian, <laughs> to try and get to the bottom of this. Um, are you ready? Not yet, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not ready yet. Um, I'm going to need a minute because this news has affected me greatly as it has the whole community. You know, I, I'd like to ask the whole F1 community firstly, are you OK? You know, I hope so. I hope you are. <laughs> I'm not. I am having to process the news and therefore I've decided to do a bit of a tribute to Gunter Steiner with the help of Greg James, team principal. This this. Mostly Greg, I'll be honest, but I have contributed and we, we sort of sent each other bits of this last night. Would, would you like to hear what me and the team principal have been have been working on? I don't know. Do I? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So, <laughs> do I? <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. Did you disappoint Hass or let them down? I feel sad for Nico. We'll see Kevin frown because I saw the end before we'd begun. The problem is a race was never won. You touched our pod, we touched your hands. You delighted millions of F1 fans. This is crazy what we do. The sport is worse off without you. We love your face, love your smile. F1 will miss you for a while. We know you well, can you tell? We've been addicted to you. Goodbye, Gunsteiner. Goodbye, my friend. You has been the one. <laughs> you has been the one for me. Has fans are dreamers, and when they wake, they'll lose their spirits 
It's their dreams you'll take And as you move on Remember Jean Remember us and all we used to be We've seen you swear, we've seen you roar We've watched Kevin kicking down your door You'd even say fuck to a child We'd spend a lifetime with you Goodbye Gunsteiner Goodbye my friend You has been the one You, you has been the one for me, me. Oh, Christian, well done. I'm just going to have to give you a round of applause here because Thank you. you and Team Principal Greg James have, have really, you know, Thanks. pulled that out the bag. I needed to get that off my heart. You know, sometimes when it's like you'll feel better after a good cry, I just needed to get that fully out of my system. I don't know if it was really good or if it was really bad. Like, I can't quite work it out. It Was was that impressive? Or I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean... Art's very subjective, isn't it? It is all I'd say. And, um, you know, if there's demands, perhaps, you know, producer Jimmy does do a lot in music. Perhaps we could make a full single of it and, replete, and you know, release it for charity, perhaps. You know, I, I, if there's demand, that Fast Curious pod. Wow, well, yeah. Producer Jimmy had his um, hands on his head for pretty much the whole of that. He couldn't believe what he was listening to. <laughs> no, I mean, that's quite common for Jimmy when we're recording the podcast anyway, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, draw on too much there. But um, anyway, as we said, plenty to get through. Uh, the, the, the switchboards have lit up for the Haas helpline. Let's start with this message, which seems to be the most popular topic. Hi, guys. Claire from Folkestone here. Like, seriously, what happened yesterday? Why? Just why? Claire there with um, quite a, dr- <laughs> a dramatic ending to that voice note. But fair question, Christian. Yeah. Why? Has there been a massive argument? What what exactly has happened? I think there has been a massive argument. I think there's certainly been an argument. Whenever in sport uh, there is a departure and the outgoing person isn't quoted in any of the press releases or anything like that, particularly such a big figure like Gunter Steiner, that probably tells you something. Uh, so... Yes, I think there's been a disagreement. As for why, this news didn't surprise me at all. It surprised a lot of people. I actually said to someone, a friend of mine, in a conversation back in the last season, I can see Gunter coming under pressure here. Because go back to 2021, the year before the Formula One rules changed, Haas effectively wrote off that season and said, we're putting all our eggs in the rule change basket. And in 2022, with the Bahrain Grand Prix, They had a really strong performance, scored points, and everybody thought Hassa back into the days where they were plucky midfield runners. And since that time, there's been a slow decline, and therefore it doesn't surprise me that this is the result. The reality for them is they finished bottom of the table last season. They've been underperforming, finished eighth in 2022. F1's all about results. They haven't been getting them. Um... So do you think this is a good move for Haas? Do you think they had to do that? They had to change something up? It could prove to be a good move for Haas. It could prove to be a disaster. Let's talk talk about on track first. It's been nowhere near good enough. Gunter might argue that he hasn't had the facilities and the resources and the money available to him to bring the team up the grid. But Gene Haas, the American owner of the Haas team, he's done an exclusive interview with a brilliant F1 journalist who you should all follow, Lawrence Barreto. In that interview, 
he said, uh, I'm not sitting here saying it's Gunter's fault or anything like that, but it just seems like this was an appropriate time to make a change and try a different direction because it doesn't seem like continuing with what we had was really going to work. So in the past, Gunter had spoken a lot about lack of money, but that has seemed to have eased in recent years. He favours more experienced drivers. In the past, he had to have younger drivers that bought in sponsorship. He's now been able to pay drivers like Kevin Magnussen and Nico Hülkenberg. But Betty, also, we've got to look off track as well. Mm. There are big challenges for this team off track now to replace that huge personality, that sponsor gatherer, that face of the team. We were talking on the last podcast about Sauber Steak, F1 Team Kick, whoever they are, bringing in Drake as a sort of ambassador. You know, has had that in Gunter. So there are there are big question marks going forward now. On the spending money thing, whose responsibility is that? Is that the responsibility of a team principal or the owner? It, it differs from team to team and certain team principals have different sorts of limits as to what they do than others. You know, sometimes there'll be a team principal and a technical director. But ultimately, in this case, the buck stops with the team principal. So if Gene Haas is, is giving a pot of money to the Haas F1 team, and that combined with sponsorship money is sort of the budget available and Gunter's at the top of that, and Gene doesn't think that they're seeing the results for the investment that's going in, ultimately that stops with with Gunter and with the technical director, and both Gunter and Haas' technical director have left. But there's already been a replacement. They're not messing around at all, are they? Has former director of engineering, Ayo Komatsu, has taken over, um, which is where we can bring in our next caller. Hey, my name is Havdis. I'm from Iceland. And my question about the new team boss is about his background. What has he been up to before uh, he got his new role at Haas? Thanks. Good question. I mean, uh, uh, Komatsu is Hass's former director of engineering. And it certainly tells you a lot about what Gene Hass wants from the team. He wants a more engineering focus. He wants somebody in charge who can spend the money wiser and have a much more engineering focused approach. He's been with the team since 2016, since their track debut. So he's been one of the sort of engineers you see in the background for a long time. And it's it's his chance now to step up. Well, the Haas helpline is still open, talking through all of your thoughts and feelings and questions as well. Let's head to America now, the home of Haas, and one of our favourites, Amanda. Amanda! Hi, guys. How are you? Good. We are very well, Amanda. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Welcome to the Haas helpline. First of all, can we ask you, are you okay? Are you dealing with the news all right? Yesterday was, it was shocking to see at first. I, there were lots of text messages in the, in the group chat when it happened, but um, lots of emotions going back and forth in the group chat when it first went, when the first, when it first went down, but you know, we're dealing, we're dealing the best we can. What are your emotions, Amanda? Talk to us. How are you feeling? Explain those emotions. I mean, Gunther was just, he's iconic. He's Gunther. Like... He's such an icon in the paddock and such a big personality now. And just he's been in the sport for so long, too. I just I, it's so sad not to see him there anymore. 
Amanda, you're quite literally one of our favourite listeners. You, uh, uh, We first met when I was in Austin and you made us our wristbands. You then came to our live show. Obviously, now you are in America. Just, uh, uh, Amanda, whereabouts in America are you? Uh, Nashville. What with Hass being an American team, Amanda, you're on the ground for us in America. Are they lining the streets in Gunter masks today in the US? Is everyone wearing black? Amanda, what's the mood like? Is it like it was in the UK when her late majesty passed? You know, I I can't quite say it's like that here at the moment. Maybe, maybe closer to that. Maybe closer to the Haas factory, maybe. It will be. Give it time. I know. I know when I saw like my couple of friends that I've managed to pull into the F1 world and drag them down with me. And I know that was like the first thing we talked about. But yeah, it was definitely like I have my black on for my morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am wearing black too today for my morning as well. So we're there in solidarity. Yeah, but it's also the middle of the night here still as well. So people aren't exactly up and about as well. What time is it? Uh, it's four forty four forty nine. <laughs> so hang on, sorry. It's four forty nine in the a.m. Yeah, and you have stayed up to talk to us. No, I went to bed and then I woke up. <laughs> oh my god, Amanda, you've gone up in the middle of the night to talk to us. Such is your commitment to Gunter and this podcast. If Formula One stops for nobody. That's what you guys always say. Unbelievable stuff. Um, Amanda, do you have a, a tribute to Gunter? Uh, anything you'd like to, you know, get off your chest? I don't have a, I have a question. Oh yeah, yeah, no, we can do questions. Yes, so my question is like, what do you guys think happens now with the drivers? Do you guys think that both drivers are safe still? Or do you think there's a potential last minute shakeup that we could see ahead of preseason testing here, car launches even? I think it's far too late to change drivers for this season. Two of the best drivers on the grid for calmness and experience on Nico Hulkenberg and Kevin Magnussen. Uh, so I I think they would be mad to make any last-minute changes. They were under contract, so it would be expensive to make last-minute changes. Long-term, who knows? Both Kevin and Nico, by their, by their own admission, are closer to the end of their F1 careers than the start. But there's two factors there. Number one, Nico in particular had a very good season last year. Kevin also showed flashes of speed. So I would argue, you know, there's big long-term questions about Haas now. And in terms of attracting drivers, actually two hardy proven performers, and one of which in particular in Nico, who is in good form, I think are actually bloody good signings for Haas at the moment. So I I would look at it as rather than... um, looking to sign anyone else I think they might struggle to it to, to inspire confidence in other drivers to come and join their team so that's as good as Hass are going to get at the moment okay. I would suggest Amanda yeah. thank you do you have any other questions Amanda uh that was my that was my main question yeah Amanda it is always a pleasure talking to you we will speak to you very soon go and have a nap and then get some coffee thanks I, Amanda I, said I'll to Nashville to do that. <laughs> I do plan to do that <laughs> thank you so much yes thank you guys so good to see you Bye. I just absolutely love Amanda Christian. Like what what absolute commitment from her. And she was she wasn't even sat there in her pajamas. I'd be there in my pajamas, sleep mask on my head. 4 a.m. Christian. The woman's a legend. <laughs> yeah, she is. Um, we've spoken a little bit about the drivers, haven't we? Have we heard from them? Have, have either of them said anything? Well, they've been on the Twitter 
uh, and the social medias, Betty. Uh, Nico says, thanks, Gunter, for your trust, friendship and the opportunity to go racing in F1 again. You're definitely a character. All the best. Don't forget, you know, Nico had been without a full-time Formula One drive for a few seasons. He'd done a, a couple of good super sub appearances, but it was Haas who opened the door to bring him back in when they realised they wanted a more experienced head and had a bit more money to spend and bought in Nico Hulkenberg instead of sticking with Mick Schumacher. So sort of went with experience over youth. And I think that definitely worked for them. Nico drags that car beyond what it was capable of last year. Gunter also did the same with Kevin Magnussen. Again, he bought Kevin in last minute to replace the outgoing Nikita Mazepan a couple of years ago. Uh, and Kevin says, thanks, Gunter. Thanks for taking me on the journey in 2017. And thanks for bringing me on board again in 2022. It's been both fun and tremendously challenging, but never boring. So long and all the best. So both of those drivers are real stalwarts of Gunter Steiner. But long term, you know, we, we don't know whether the acting team principal will stay deep into the season for a couple of months, whether he'll be the full-time person and different team principals have different ideas on drivers. And and the 2025 driver market looks really interesting because there's people like Alex Albon who are out of contract and that will prompt movement, I'm sure, across the field. You know, there's been no driver changes this year. This will add another element into the mix in terms of the driver market um, looking into future seasons. And by the way, the following year's driver market starts getting talked about so soon. We'll get a hand, we'll get into a handful of races this year and they'll be straight into talking about the driver market. And this is, a, this is another element of that. There'll be a lot of changes this time next year. Mm, interesting. Okay. Next caller. Hi, my name is Kirsty. Um, I'm absolutely gutted to hear the news about Gunther. He, was just one of a kind. There's no one else like him. Especially I've read his book and when you read his book, you literally hear his voice in your head. Um, And I am absolutely gutted that he won't be part of the F1 paddock this year. I loved him. Kirsty obviously loves him. But I was thinking about this. He is such a popular figure in the sport. Do you think it's a bit of an issue when team principals sort of attract more fans maybe than the team's drivers? Like last year, he published that best-selling book. He's the only team principal to do, like, sell all those T-shirts with his face on. He's so popular. Did that sort of detract from, you know, the team itself, maybe? It's possible that Gene has thought that, but... Gunter Steiner is someone that's got a long motorsport background and is ultimately a professional. I'd be very surprised if he let the book he's released, the media appearances, get in the way of his day job. We're seeing this era in Formula One of team principals becoming characters in their own right. Christian Horner loves a media interview. You know, Christian is not backwards in coming forwards in doing appearances and Red Bull are the dominant force in Formula One at the moment. So I think it's quite possible for a team principal to be a very media-friendly face and still achieve results. So does Gene think that? Only Gene can tell us that, and maybe he will give us that view in the future. But uh, I I would back Gunter Steiner's professionalism. I don't think it's going to be a case of, no, sod this engineering meeting. I've got a a book to write today. I I just don't see it. You're talking about giving to credit also he's been there for 10 years is clearly very respected and admired sort of within the paddock doing that job for 10 years with limited resources and sort of limited money and he put the foundations in place 
like you said earlier, to make Hass in the first place. So you wouldn't last that long if you weren't doing your job well, really, would you? I don't think there's any anyone in Formula One who doubts what a good job Gunter's done. They just think it's time for change to go from being a team that's constantly the 8th, ninth, or 10th quickest team to being a team that can mix it in the midfield and get a podium every now and then. As, as we keep saying, Gene clearly thinks that's possible. Gunter didn't, so it's time for a change. Okay, back to the Haas helpline phone lines. Kim, are you there? Kim, hello. I am. Thank you for having me. Kim, you're most welcome. Welcome to the Fast and the Curious. Kim, may I just say before we start, you've got some lovely exposed brickwork behind you. Is this your kitchen or something? No, I'm actually at work. I'm a private chef, so I get to come to beautiful kitchens and cook in other people's lovely homes. Kim, what are you cooking today, please? I'm doing um, a prawn... Uh, risotto with some mushrooms like black rice risotto and some Spanish salmon and uh, yeah I haven't worked out what else yet I've been a little distracted <laughs> by Formula One which is my best distraction ever what, what are your thoughts then Kim are you sad to see Gunter go hang on sorry sorry hang on what you're just gonna let Kim say that meal and move on of all the people in this <laughs> podcast who I thought would pick up on how exceptional that meal sounds, it's you, Betty. You never stop banging on about food. We get a professional chef and he can't wait to start talking about Formula One. Kim, that sounds exceptional. Well, yeah, I do love food. But I didn't really enjoy listening to um, the team principal's idea of um, bowl food for your event in December. That was, I was like, hmm, that does sound good, actually. Chicken and rice in a bowl. Groundbreaking. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, I'm going to just to buy food. I love this podcast and I often spend my time sitting here working Aww. listening to you guys so this feels very nice to be at work That's talking sweet. to you guys Go on then, Betty, talk about Formula One if you insist I would love to sit here Kim and talk to you about food for the whole day don't get me wrong but I want to know how are you feeling are you sad at the Gunter news I don't know it feels very strange like I think it's still st- it's still sinking in I haven't quite got my head around it but Formula One and Gunter are so intrinsically linked I can't imagine Turning up to the 20, 2024 season and not having Gunter around. He's just such a personality. I do hope that he'll pop up somewhere, but I've been racking my brain since hearing the news being like, where is he going to pop up? I don't quite see a fit. I mean, I think there's two possibilities for this. He's, you know, a lot of people don't realise he's got a long history in the sport. He was part of the Jaguar team, which eventually became Red Bull. So it is possible he'll pop up in another Formula One team. There are, there are teams that might, want his experience I think immediately though Kim where you're going to see him he's a huge personality and I don't think he'll be off screens for long I think he'll pop up as a pundit I think he'll pop up on F1 TV Sky that sort of thing and also you can tell he's not going to keep a low profile because he was due to make an appearance this weekend at the Autosport show a massive motor racing show in the UK in Birmingham uh, and he's still going to be there. He's going to talk to our mate Crofty on the stage. So he's not going to go quietly. I still think Formula One will see plenty of Gunter Steiner. Don't worry about that. Um, Kim, thank you so much for, for, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Keep up the good work, guys. Yeah, and good luck with the prawns, Kim. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much, Kim. Bye. You said you were up for a bit of F1 action. Has this sort of got you going? Has this got you a little bit more excited for the new season? All this drama. I didn't need to be any more excited because it's a, it's an example of what we already say. There's always something to surprise you in Formula One and it's about so much more than just the on-track racing. It is the soap opera. It is the politics. It is the 
characters moving around. This just summarises why I've been addicted to this sport since I was seven, eight years of age, because in the words of the great Murray Walker, the Formula One commentator of the past, anything can happen in Formula One, and it usually does. (laughs) It's the drama, Mick. I love it. (laughs) It's the drama, Mick. Uh, Well, thank you very much, Christian. I'm glad we've... uh... Well, we've allowed you to get all of that off your chest. It's been an absolute pleasure. I definitely feel better for a song. You know how they say that writing stuff down can be good for your mental health? I think writing a song with Greg James is clearly also good for your mental health. I enjoyed that. So, um, yeah, as I say, Fast Curious Pod, if you'd you'd like producer Jimmy to put me in a proper recording studio when we record an actual version of that, because I, I wouldn't mind. I'd be, you know, I'd be happy to. Oh, God. And it's worth saying, we put out a new episode just yesterday when we discussed all sorts of things and even played a new game. So if you missed that, you might actually have two Fast and Curious to catch up on so don't forget that and we're going to be back very soon with lots of exciting things including me going to the house of an all-time formula one legend and a pre-season preview that is getting us all very excited for many different reasons because it's something we did we never thought we'd do in life that pre-season preview is it better so that that's going to be Again, surreal, but a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm so, so excited. And also, thank you so much to everyone that was on the Haas helpline. I can officially say that the lines are now closed. And make sure you subscribe because emergency episodes like this could drop at any time when ridiculous things happen in Formula One. It just underlines the importance of subscribing. But from me, enthusiastic and now musical Formula One fan, Christian Hugill, goodbye. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. Goodbye, my friends. <laughs> uh, goodbye, Betty Glover. <laughs> Bye, Christian. You has been the one for me.